Welcome to another episode of the Gulf War, the Battle After the War. Today I'd like to expand on a cast that I did a while back. Since the last cast, I've been seeing a lot of conversation in several Gulf War groups, including my own, about having access to Gulf War studies in your state. So, here's what I want you to know. If you want these studies to come to your state, you have to do your part and reach out. If you need help or guidance, there is a young lady who has been advocating for veterans for many years that can offer guidance, and you may also reach out to me. Keep in mind, we are also disabled veterans, and we put in long hours voluntarily because we love our veterans, and we want to see everyone healthy and not suffering. So be patient if we don't get back to you immediately. Now, that being said, her name is Denise Nichols. I'm sure you've seen her all over uh, Facebook pages. And she's reachable via my page as well. She posts on my page, I would say, probably twice a month. So you can certainly just click on her and, and send her a quick message if you have questions. Like I said, you can always reach out to me with your questions. Uh, and if I don't know the answer, I can usually get the answers. So that's not a problem. So thanks to Denise, I have all the information you need to start doing what's needed to bring these studies to your state. And I'll provide all these links and an example of what to say and who to contact to make it happen. So if a study is not in your state, you can start by contacting the vice chancellor in charge of research at the medical university in your state. Now, an example of this is Novi University. They're in my state, and they do medical research. Now, they've already got programs going, so I have no need to reach out to them. But in your state, if you have a university like this, you can do that. You'll want to include the information on CDMRP and GWIRP, and I'll explain what those are later on, so that they're aware of the need for Gulf War illness or Gulf War syndrome research. All the links I'll post with this cast will mirror what I'm telling you, and they will provide all the information for the Research Institute. The Research Institute will know their research teams well enough to know who has talent, knowledge, education, or specialization to get involved in finding resolutions to our medical issues. So that's why this is important. The links also um, with this cast will provide funding information, introduction to GWIRP, the history of CDMRP, and also links about the DOD. There's also a link discussing the strategic plan for DOD, CDR, I'm sorry, CDMRP, and GWIRP, as well as a PDF of the landscape of GWIRP. Um, also including the GWIRP program booklet and PDF format, so you can download it and have it, or you can email it as well. It's just a, a simple link. All these links have been gathered and provided by Denise to make it easier for us to make this happen. It won't cost you anything but a little time and some minor typing. Even if you hunt and peck like me, you can still send an email. You also don't have to be a veteran to do this. The goal here is to let these universities know 
they are in a state where sick and disabled war veteran, Gulf War veterans live, and we need their help to find a cure, and most importantly, that there is funding for this research. Your email or letter could read something like this, and I'll read this one to you. It was provided by Denise. Dear Chancellor, I am reaching out to you as an advocate for Desert Storm veterans in your state to ask that your survey, mm -hmm. that, I'm sorry, to ask that you survey and find interested medical researchers at the university that might have the expertise and commitment to help solve the vexing health issues of the 1990-91 Gulf War veterans. I am providing all the links to the appropriate information, DOD, CDMRP, GWIRP, regarding this and asking that you forward this information to your medical research staff for review. We need the Medical University of State Researchers to be aware of this opportunity to help Desert Storm veterans and that funding is available. The links I have provided will allow your researchers to more familiarize, I'm sorry, to familiarize with, with, with the programs as well as deadlines and guidelines as well as the contact information needed to get started. In closing, I'd like to say thank you in advance as, suffering Gulf War, as a suffering Gulf War veteran. And I put in my example of my name is Mark and I was in charge of shipboard security and firefighting for the U.S. Navy. And my favorite part, my phone number is 555-555-5555. I've always wanted to do that. That's like the, the, the favorite tagline for phone numbers in movies back in the 70s and 80s. But anyway, <clears throat> or you may reach me via this email if any of your researchers need more information or need further insight into my symptoms or others that live in whatever state you're in. And then regards in your closing. So that'll give you an example. And, and you don't have to try and play this back out. I will include this letter so that you can see it, revamp it. Just don't change the major information that's in the in this uh, letter or email that you send. Now, <clears throat> I've given you the firepower you need to bring studies to your state. It's up to you to make it happen. Get an email out to these chancellors. That's the beginning point. You can use what I said and or you're also welcome, like I said, to revamp it to fit you. That's kind of what I did just for my example. I revamped it a little bit to fit me. And tell them a little bit about your story so they understand that there's a, a sick veteran in their state that's asking for help. If you watch the news these days or read the newspapers, you don't see much about Gulf War illness or Gulf War syndrome unless it's a suicide, and even that disappears after a day. We are the only advocates, so if you want this, you have to do something in your state to make it happen. You have to do the virtual footwork. If you can't use a computer, ask for help. Family members, friends, even a library assistant. Yes, there are still libraries around. <laughs> the point is, there are a few people out there that do still care and would be willing to help if they knew what to do. I've just given you the best information I can give for you to be successful in this endeavor. So now that, that portion is up to you. Now a quick update on my health. 
it's been a while. <clears throat> As some of you already know, I was recently diagnosed with, card with uh, candida infection and viral, viral myocarditis. While waiting for the VA to send me my medication through snail mail, with some assistance, I was able to find a set of natural herbs that has put my candida infection back in check. So it is now dormant and back to normal, and I am maintaining this state with those herbs. It's a, a small victory, I guess, and you know, I'll take those wherever I can get them. Um, unfortunately, as far as the more serious one that can kill me without notice, I have not found anything that I'm aware of that has made any changes to it. And just for those that don't know, viral my myocarditis is an inflammation of the heart muscle. It's a viral infection. It's usually, um, usually caused by drugs or um, just random, random viruses and stuff. It's just, it's crazy. But the signs and symptoms include chest pain, fatigue, shortness of breath, and arrhythmias. There's no known cure, and it's a rare disease. From what Dr. Google says, it may cure itself over time. It's saying like three to six months, but it could last as long as five years. It could be something that I'm stuck with for the rest of my life. There's, there's just no information. And the, uh, the basis on whether or not it can cure itself um, had something to do with an otherwise healthy body, which I haven't met a Gulf War veteran yet that's got a healthy body. So anyway, so right now, based on what I know of this disease, I've kind of decided to continue my track of using the special herbs that I was using to fight the candida infection to fight this as well. My reasoning behind this is that, like I said, it's likely a virus that is attacking my heart and causing this inflammation. And the herbs that I was taking for the candida infection are antiviral and antifungal. So my thinking is... If there's any chance of me turning this around, this may be it since I was already successful with the candida overgrowth. Um, to answer some of the recent questions that I've gotten on my page, yeah, I'm scared. It, it uh, has definitely been a life-changing experience. I had my first real surgery, which was no big deal because... I thought I was in there for 10 minutes, and then when I came out, everybody told me, no, you were in there for about an hour and a half. Like, well, so I, I, would, I lost an hour and a half of my life. <laughs> um, yes, I have sad days and days of wonder, but on those days, I tend to watch comedy or seek out funny movies and watch those to keep my mind off it. And on the good days, I research. The rest of the time I try to stay a little busy, which is hard because I tire quickly and can fall asleep just about anywhere now. Um, I'm not overweight. I lost 30 pounds through the FODMAP diet, and, and uh, you'll, you can hear about that in my early, earlier casts. 
but I'm currently sitting at 170 pounds at 5'11", and physically, as far as that goes, I feel great. You know, I'm not uh, I'm not carrying around all that extra weight that I was carrying, so that made a difference in that aspect. But it hasn't made me any better as far as all of the other symptoms that I have. You know, when you walk into these VA doctors, the first thing they tell you is, "Well, you have to lose weight. You have to lose weight. That'll help you with your fibromyalgia. That'll help you with this. That'll help you with that." I'm like, yeah, well, I've lost the weight. It's still there. Nothing has changed. So it's a little bit more than weight. I know it to be diet, and I'm working on diet. But there's only so much you can do. I'm looking for ways to use food to cure some of my symptoms. I've been able to curb some of them, but I haven't cured anything. So who knows? We'll see how things progress in, in time. If there's something that I'm doing health-wise that you would like to know more about, please don't hesitate to ask. I have no problems answering questions. You can reach me on my page at Gulf War Vets or through my podcast. I welcome all questions. Like I said, I don't mind. I enjoy answering them. It keeps me busy. So until next time, have a great rest of your week. And don't forget to hug a vet.